Pop that bitch. Pop that bitch. We're going to open up some champagne. We're celebrating today, Cindy and I. <sighs> oh, wait. You're recording? Semi. Semi. No, how can you, se- you semi record, right? You are totally recording. <laughs> you're looking for that juicy stuff. Okay. Okay. It is the holidays. It's December, oh. and a lot has gone on since January of 2018. Yo, 2018 felt like many years in one year. Does Girl, that? I aged. I hear you. <laughs> For real? I feel like we travel time. Yo, dog. I do. T- and you know that shit ages you. It's like the astronauts. They age when they travel. Up I there. felt like a few shifts this year that I was like, oh, this is who I am, or like oh, this has changed now. I have to be this person. Like, it's just like leveling up and letting go. God damn. Mm, It was good. It was very interestingly painful. Oh my, that's exactly it. You nailed it. You fucking nailed it. Oh, oh, shit, That shit just popped in my titty. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, cheers, Bruja. Okay. We are totally having a glass of champagne right now. Thank God I'm not pouring. I would totally drop stuff. I'm very clumsy. Guys, she is very clumsy. That's what humbles me. You know that? Yeah. All the time. Even if I walk out with tacos and a leather jacket, I'm like, ay, Dios mío. I am sabrosísima right now. <laughs> like, I'm loving, like, everything about my outfit. That's hello. literally where I go. Here we are. Here we go. Here we go. Hello, hello. Here we go, yo. Well, cheers. Cheers. To 2019. Coming so right around brujas the and brujos. That's right. Yo. Literally days away. <laughs> mm. This is good. Mm, this is good. This tastes Thank like my you. pussy. Oh, you're welcome. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> it's fizzy, a little tangy after the math. It's natural. Unless you have like pineapple or something. It's not gonna be sweet. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know, bro. So we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> we're gonna I'm talk like, about some real other raunchy shit soon. So I'm just preparing y'all. Yeah, we're gonna tackle all of it for you. This is a very special episode. This is not for kids 18 and under. Put them away. <laughs> pa fuera. That like, <laughs> like, gigante, like, de, 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 like that guy comes out. That's what I'm picturing. Pa fuera. Pa fuera. A la escuela is what you have to tell them. Pa fuera. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um So what are we gonna talk about first? I think Yo, we were really blessed this year when mm-hmm. talking with so many different kinds of women. And it's just like we began with Rosario Dawson, the Me Too movement. Like, it's just my own personal life. And mm-hmm. then what was happening outside of me with other women of color, mm-hmm. especially those that, you know, consider themselves brujas. I just felt like everyone's being asked to level up and everyone is like, coming together like i feel like there's an uprising mm-hmm. of sorts i agree i agree and i feel like even from a year ago even when you and i went to standy rock has that been two years already you know that's two years it's this, two years this, this november y'all. december no. we went the first weekend in december oh that's right so it just passed right yep. our, our two-year anniversary yo man that Damn, that trip like flies. change a big was a big part of my change yeah, I was telling Cindy it felt crazy because coming back, it was such a political warfare, I think, at the time. And it's only gotten worse since. But when we went, it was still dangerous. And we didn't even notice really how much danger we were walking into fully, I think, mm-hmm. because our heart and our intent was like, we just have to go. 
and figure this out and see for ourselves what's truly happening to our indigenous people, um, the Native Americans, you know, and, and how can we help? just humanity right and as a general statement right and we went and when we got back we laughed but people treated us like we were veterans like they really felt like we went to a very dangerous place we put our lives at risk which we did and you know what and it was not that we We went it wasn't dangerous we were just shielded from it because it was that veterans that were there so everything was very tranquil but we were also fortunate that the lakota people brought us into the kitchen and allowed us to hang out yeah you know in their area very welcoming very welcoming i felt right at home yo yeah i mean they treated us well they knew that our intent was good they read our energy properly mm-hmm. and i really appreciated that experience on many levels but my point is that you know this womanhood these sisterhoods these brujas coming together these latinas because you don't have to identify as a bruja by any means you know but to say level up is i think the very key word because it's about how are we leveling up as sisters um in this community of very oppressed women Mm -hmm. right like we are still getting paid the least amount per dollar still still and we went to standing rock two years ago but you know what's the beauty of it two years ago we were in standing rock and right now three women that are native american (gasps) one who is uh openly gay i can't believe it one congress i'm like oh won the house we're making a comeback that's right we're rising up to your point we're leveling up as women women of color as indigenous women and i think it's so beautiful to see and we mm-hmm. have been there in the forefront of the Women's March. When we went to the first Women's March here, it was epic. Yo. I can't imagine. We were like what, a part of history. And it, no, that and it, whole thing was historical. Oh, my God. Standing Rock was historical. Then the Women's March. And then seeing the people that we met at Standing Rock at, in D.C. Mm-hmm. Like, not mm-hmm. we did not make any plans to see them. No. But that's what a tight-knit, active community this was. Like, once you're engaged, you're part of the family. And that yeah. means you have to show up. That means if you were standing rock last time, you should be at the next March. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many things have happened. Like, again, the political climate has only gotten worse, I think, in my opinion. What do you think? What do you I think, think of this whole... I think we're still in the midst of, like, I believe that Trump's purpose was to ask people to, you know, do better. So I think, like... Right. Like, I think if, things if have to get bad, really bad, before this they get being better. Mapped, optimistic. I'm, I'm just trying to let the audience know. know what you're trying to say. She didn't vote for Trump. You're saying, like, if there's something positive to take from yeah, this, that was his purpose. Oh, yeah. Regardless people of ask me, what good have come with this? I'm like, I've never seen people be more active and more mm-hmm. together and more like, whoa, um, I've been asleep for too long in the mm-hmm. political, like, world. I'm not doing enough. Like, I think right. that's what's happened. And a lot of people saying this is all historic. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like us, stuff. 10 years ago, this podcast wouldn't have existed. No. Nobody would have cared about it. No. Nobody. It and was like the right time, the right place. No, and, but we're also blessed to all the women that are woke, that have been following us, following this journey of not just Nat and Cindy, but of women of color uh, from a very general, because what is our purpose in this whole Murado lens yeah. theme, right? Like, okay, so we're women of color, so what? So we're indigenous as well. So what? So we're Latina. So what? That's always existed. We're not. This is not new to, to the planet, right? Yeah. But it's like, we came at a time when we're like we've been seeing ourselves, be victimized and oppressed, by society, by the patriarchal white supremacist, um, society. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we finally started to tell that story, on yeah. behalf of. And I'm just happy that it resonated with enough women where, I feel like Murado Lens was worth it. Oh, you know, yeah. I really just started it. I don't know how I started it. I just felt like it was right. And I did. I felt fun. 
for like a hobby like i wanted to call my friends awesome you know <laughs> but then it grew into real conversations that even i didn't expect to come out of it yo like i feel like i've grown the past three years with this podcast and it's helped me become the person that i am today amen sister because oh not only am i sharing my experience as part you know of my journalism background and being able to like share perspectives about how you know there's oppression and all of this in yep. different communities so like to be able to be part of that and not just work for something like that has felt very powerful like we mm-hmm. have a voice in the community and it didn't it didn't hit me until like women would write to us especially young women yeah. and be like yo like what you said resonated with me i've never felt so alone or i'm in so so place in the united states and there are no women of color here and you guys make me feel like less alone mm-hmm. like you talk the way that i talk to like my cousins and i'm like holy shit right, right. like that if someone were to tell me what's the number one comment it would be that mm-hmm. would be like people young women have written in they're like oh my god i'm so glad i found you i feel less alone we became your audio friend yo Look at that. what's Aww, up girl we love you hello you know, if you're ever feeling down and in drought, drink some water, first of all, mm. and then give us a call via that DM. Yeah, <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to say, I'm like, via the it's a digital call, obviously. Digital call. Right. But no, you're right. And look, like to your point about these beautiful women that we've had on from like, you know, whether it's wellness bloggers all the way to like Rosario reaching out. Even Rosario apparently thought that she was talking to her homies in the living room and i appreciate that alexandra yeah. ocasio when she reached out to us mm-hmm. these were months and months before she actually won you know before people believed in her right you know i remember talking about that at la bruja's club meeting oh yeah follow morado lens because we're about to have the future politician mm-hmm. i said that and women remind me now that i said that <gasps> and that that's why they listen to that episode whoa so it's a beautiful thing to see women leveling up to your point and really coming together and that comes from politicians like alexandria that comes from actresses and activists like rosario dawson that comes to everyone that's been on our show you don't have to have this huge social media number you have to be engaged on a hyper local level i don't need to know you have 10k followers i don't give a shit Mm -hmm. what i do care is how you're truly putting the work needed to be a community reviver and to decolonize you know our women Mm -hmm. we have been oppressed raped murdered like we've been completely disregarded and that's why to see these three native american women join <gasps> congress i cried girl. i did cry the nat and cindy 10 years ago wouldn't give a fuck who won congress <laughs> we're just like right now you couldn't keep me you couldn't put me to sleep at 8 p.m like i, I was see. so not aware of any of like the things that i probably should have been aware of at the time it's not our fault we're oh, in a press state oh i know you i'm know? like oh this is i was a part of like the whole thing we've had to relearn a lot and it's so great oh. because I ran into recently the Netflix special oh, with John Leguizamo. What's up, John? Hello. Yes. Latin History for Morons on Netflix. has. You oh have to God. watch it, people it. out there. You must watch it. Really, white, black, everyone in between because it really brings together the amount of connectedness mm-hmm. that we all have. And yet we're allowing ourselves to be colonized by the 1%. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make sense and it isn't even real. It's fake news so he puts you on i just i love seeing it from a storytelling perspective because i was like i see his mind going a mile a minute as he's trying to just show us every Mm. single emotion that he you know how he reacted how he decided looking on him and as a as a man 
and like how now that reflects on him as a father like it was just so intricate and he was able to play so many characters and he was able to make like the audience his students Mm -hmm. and then at the same time be john the father but be such a good son like those are the three things that he did so well you're so right like when i when he spoke all i saw was a little boy that might look like john leguizamo like he put me there and i think that's Mm. so magical about john on stage but then like there were some parts where I know, because we watched it at work, like, people were like, um, why Why did that, you know, you're not laughing as much. And I was like, I don't know, like, to me, this is regular life. This is how me and my family act and mm-hmm. with each other. So mm-hmm. seeing John do that, I'm like, I'm like, absorbed in how interesting it is. And like just I, I want everyone in my family to watch this especially the younger kids mm. that are still reading all these fucking history books and it's just like know. when did you when did you know this is my question because mm-hmm. i have this when did you know that what you were reading in school like sixth seventh eighth grade or whatever was bullshit like, honestly eighth grade what happened was when it hit me and i had miss hughes what okay. up miss hughes she might not be alive she smoked way too much cigarettes to be still be alive she had like purple lips she's she a white woman did she had them purple ass lips i'm like girl you smoking too much I'm like she, she why does <laughs> why why does that happen but but regardless of that she was very entitled white woman she was very much about this is it and there's no questions about it really and i'll tell you a reason what validated that at the end of my school year with her before i went to high school um she was very much like the, I would ask her like, but how can we actually know that that's exactly what happened? And there was like this peace treaty, but then it feels like they were murdered. So it feels like it was. Why would indigenous people sign a treaty mm-hmm. when, in essence, it was the Indian Removal Act mm-hmm. that they were signing? What kind of brainwashed shit would some set of peoples say to the other set of people that they came to their land? You know, it's like literally John says it in his shit. It's like going up to someone, taking money out of their pocket and be like, look, I found this. It's mine. <laughs> That's exactly it, bro. You know, it's, you it, nailed it's it. so ridiculous. It's and so, so ridiculous. To Wait, your what point, was her reaction to you? Though? So she was very irritated by me. She, mm. uh, she did not like me as far as I'm concerned. She did, thankfully, before I graduated, say, you know, you question everything and you're disrespectful. You're going to be a great lawyer one day. She did say that. Okay, well, positive and, you affirmation. Know, positive. Kind of, okay. Tough love cookie, you know. I see this. Um, but remember, I remember watching the O.J. Simpson trial, and she stopped the whole school day. She was very about a program and everything. But that day, we watched the O.J. Simpson trial. I think it was for like three days straight mm-hmm. until we knew the verdict. And that day of the verdict, when he was not guilty, she was so upset, hit the computer, like punched it got very aggressive and everybody's like oh my god and she's like she's like yes the criminal justice system has failed us and i and i made a comment i said you you're you cannot accuse a man he went through the process so now we have to accept the process yeah you know what i mean and she took me out of class to tell me if i want to get brought down to the disciplinarian and i remember saying you can call my mom i could have my opinion and you obviously have yours, but the law has stayed otherwise. Yo. And I remember that's having wild. this conversation with her, you know, and to your point that's about so, history. That's so fucked up on her part because that's so not what you're supposed to be doing as a teacher. But she probably voted for Trump. We were getting we were getting Ooh. raised by Trump voters for all we know, you know, except for Miss Cooney, Miss Rooney. Oh, I love Miss Rooney. She was like oh, the hipster Oregon Ms. teacher. Rooney. She also smoked way too much cigarettes and probably weed. But Miss Tunic <laughs> was like 
the light at the end of the yes. tunnel for many oh, of us. Shout out to Miss Tunic. We love you. I really love her. And if she has listened to our podcast, she's uh, less comments on, on our Facebook page. I don't know how page. I feel about my seventh grade teacher listening to our podcast where we talk about you dildos. No, I think she really <laughs> likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever like want to go back? I've always wanted to go back, but like Miss Tunic is like an example of that. Like, hey, look at me, guys. <laughs> like, I wonder how we ended up. They always said like, this is just for people like around our age. I think that this was like a very interesting time to be alive because we got, we, mm. we've seen what it was to have a TV be the size of half a room to it fitting in your hand. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we've seen like a lot happen. We've advanced a lot. Yeah. From that perspective. Oh, but I real. think from an emotional intelligence perspective, we have reversed I think that we've become totally. more primal. I think that humanitarian rights are ignored. Oh, for sure. You know, that's, there's, there's coming, it's coming at a cost mm-hmm. for a fucking sure. Yeah. So I all totally this consumerism, all this capitalism that we have, which is really not serving the people of color. We're the mm. ones spending money stupidly instead of saving our dollars, yep. you know? Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think, yeah, we've advanced technologically. I think we have like spaceships that go to places we never thought they could go to. Um, but yet somehow we can't figure out the water crisis or the hunger crisis and third world issues, you know, how the fuck is that still issues, you know, hunger when we're throwing out so much food. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think that it's a give and take. So we're in a time in the life where like, oh, wow, we've seen so many cool things happen. But I think that we've also been at a time that we've seen our soul be the most murdered. Oh, for sure. You know, I think that we've all mourned because of because of the access to information and technology. This probably all did happen Mm -hmm. back in the day. But because mom's the word, like no one talked about this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You would only get one newspaper. That's how you got your information. You know, maybe another international newspaper. And that was it. You had to wait until the next morning to Mm -hmm. find out anything new. Right. Like that, that world doesn't exist anymore. So this probably did happen a lot. But now we know what's really happening. And it's. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Yeah, except that the stats say otherwise. You know, they say that we're mm-hmm. at our dirtiest with waters. You know, our lands are the most yeah. polluted. The green gas emissions are at, at its worst that we've we're ever like seen. We're like really fucking this up. Like climate change is a, a fucking real deal truth. And I think we're ignoring it. And politicians now hopefully will do something about it. But also just, again, women of color, brujas, Latinas, everyone. Like we thrive from Mother Earth. We need to, as creators, protect it as well. So it's a call to action, really. It's what I'm about with Murado Lens. Like, how are we awakening the next Bruja so that she does mm-hmm. her part in making it better for people of color, specifically Latinas, indigenous women, mm-hmm. who for too long we've been too oppressed and we some badass bitches, you know? My God, we're able to do such amazing things even mm-hmm. though, even though we've been as repressed as we have. So I'm just like wondering, like, what if you had support? What if you had a network? Mm-hmm. What if right. you had, you know, a better foundation and you felt safe in this country? Would you do better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that's what, like, this is part that's of right. providing that. Yeah. And sharing all of this. So that's to say. Yes. Hopefully Miss Tunic is not listening because we do talk about dildos and that's going to be part of our conversation today. That's quite the segue. I really mm-hmm. should have warmed <laughs> it up a little bit. To be or not to be. <laughs> so that's a funny story, y'all. Well, you know what? People have been waiting for this story for some time. You know what? They that's deserve right. it. They I'm deserve pour some, it. Pour some champagne as you do a the A little opening. bit more. Okay. So we're going to, as we were like reflecting on the year this month. Um, we were asking when are they like, Hey, did you ever try that? And did you ever try this? Mm-hmm. And so 
I asked now, I'm like, please tell me that you tried. The dildo you gave me for my birthday. It wasn't dildo, it was a vibrator. Oh, right. Do you right. know what I mean? Mm. So this is probably where the story starts, okay? Okay. So Nat thought that I was asking her. It's a big, long thing, by the way. Very thick. It's not even. No, but in the concept of what I thought, it would have been quite large. Right. I would say I thought that she knew that it was a vibrator. I don't know, man. Because it vibrates. So mm-hmm. I I could see based on how it looks that you're like okay this is something I have to insert it's I like see an interesting that now. looking penis and then but I should have been more conscientious and said like do you know this is, you know how to use this right or whatever because of course the packaging says like put it on your neck when you're feeling stressed out but everybody knows this for vibrating purposes oh, it says it on the yes it's so they're so discreet like everyone knows oh. the reviews are hilarious if you're ever bored read some fucking vibrator because <laughs> that was the first time i bought for myself this has to be i would the best writer excuse <laughs> you so i'm not gonna give you something if i don't know it's good i'm either gonna read some reviews or i'm gonna give you something that i use so i gave natalie mm-hmm. the one that i already had i'm like hey this um so she it. signed sealed and delivered okay that's it was fine it's great and um and full disclosure i whoever's heard before would know but any new listeners i've never natalie here has ever tried a dildo or a vibrator sex toys in general has not been something right. i indulged in so cindy really wanted to put me on and make me own it yes yeah. i mean there are other things but and i, I was just, down i was yeah. down until she gave me this thing. No, so she. <laughs> that was very intimidating. So we get this wonderful like um, gift from the this other company, and she tries that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, but it was like a cute little mini. Looks like a heart. The vibrator. It's cute. So we're gonna tag them in this because I'm gonna figure out their name. Shout out to them. Yeah, it was a cute little vibrator. So Natalie thing. used it. She loved it. She's like, I couldn't use I your thing. I don't know if I loved it though. I said I used it, and it was cool. Yeah, I was like, it was cool. I wouldn't say it was like astonishing. <laughs> I never, I didn't do it in thought. I didn't do it in think, oh my God, I can't believe I haven't done this before. Right. That's all. Okay, so maybe next time you need to relax. But maybe Smoke yours. some weed. Okay, so that's the next one. So it's cannabis. We got to change the name. Weed's the colonized name of our mother plant cannabis. Did you know that? What? Oh, yes. Tell me more. And so is marijuana. They're Tell me they're, more. they're colonized names. If you Google that and how the name came about first of all cannabis uh, was is the plant's name um and it turned into marijuana when they were creating these uh policies against it and it all came down to like the mexicans that were growing it and it's like marijuana what it sounds like so it comes from them trying to make it sound very ethnic and and pin it to the people of color of fucking and banned it and made you are blowing my god damn mind right Mm -hmm. now yeah, the cannabis movement is real. Decolonizing weed. cannabis is a real movement. I'm all for it too. So, but and then the weed became almost a derogatory term for it because to call it a weed, this is a flower. Oh, they're calling it a weed, like it's garbage. Shit, I don't know why I never thought to look into the words and how they got their name. Well, because marijuana sounds like it can be, and weed has been a slang in the streets for us all our lives, Cindy. So it's almost like that's how we communicate. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like calling your fellow Latino a wetback. Holy because shit. we were taught that that's what we should be calling each other mm-hmm. and that's really why the nigger term is horrible you know and i have to admit like all these rap songs you get so into it you go along with the word and they do say it mm-hmm. but as artists they should stop saying it and stop promoting it and making it part of the lyrics so that other people don't think and that includes white people when they hear it they're gonna say nigga this nigga that 
Yeah, but then there's the argument that like, why do I have to censor myself for your like, para que tú estés cómodo for no, your. No, no, but I'm saying it's a colonized term. So like, I don't get offended if you say weed by no means. Right. But I do try to put the education in forefront now that I do know like. Like you're saying it so much, you kind of make it okay. Yeah, sometimes you I say we were mistake. Like light up that weed, See, you know. Like- <laughs> you get into you're like, oh, I'm in cannabis. It's not as cool. It's not as cool. I get it. Sometimes aesthetics, you know. But I'm just saying. But I like the idea of smoking that cannabis. And then you said the best thing is to masturbate. Holy shit, girl. Mm. Look at me. I'm about to rock your world. You're going to end this year spending a lot of time by yourself. It's only a few days to the end of the year, but yes. Okay. (laughs) End the year with a bang, girl. Okay. Oh. Smoke some weed, relax, and then masturbate. Okay. Oh. You need to do this. You don't eat in between? No, sometimes I just go to bed. Oh. Like after the masturbation. Oh, after, right? right. Yeah, I think like. I was thinking smoke a little, munch a little, vibrate a little. (laughs) <laughs> go to sleep a little i'm thinking i'm thinking insert food of course in every part of you're my progress so funny i'm like i don't even know how that entered her mind munchies bitch oh my god i really want pizza right now oh my god don't even let's focus okay let's get some pizza but let's okay we will <laughs> we're gonna have to ask our literally i'm like our amazing intern to please hook it up oh shit um so let's talk about it so yeah so it's it is the end of the year and one thing that we wanted to really dive into aside from everything and us being grateful of all the listeners and everyone that's been following us on social media like we love you so much and we appreciate your patience and growing with us Mm because you know we weren't always so polished you know what i'm saying we they've we've grown with the community and we love you and we love that you send us thank you so much all your letters yeah for sure um and we also want to talk to everyone out there today that's thinking about like releasing souls in their life or bringing in new people in their life mm. right Cindy you were talking about this earlier like mm-hmm. how's that gonna feel this year because there are some people you told me that you just have to kind of let go like they just weren't making your energy right and it's yeah. all about stabilizing your energy right yeah that happened to me this summer like I broke up with somebody and it's just you know I found out a lot of stuff that I wasn't even sure was I don't know it just it just wasn't working mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know what to believe anymore yeah and i was just like i need out and at first old cindy was reacting to the situation like my god you pick losers like what mm. the fuck like the self-talk right mm-hmm. but then i was like well, hold up that bitch is 32 years old i'm a 35 year old woman i'm not gonna do that anymore what i'm gonna say to myself is I, it only took nine months or six months, rather, or whatever, for me to be like, this ain't for me. Right. For and I was, it, yeah, yeah, and I was like, this is not for me. I got to get out of this. Mm-hmm. That I have to be proud of because I'm like, it's taught me to be like, Mm-mm-mm. no, thank you. Mm-hmm. I already said goodbye to things like that in my life. And I'm not, I'm not putting, I'm not putting up with things like that. Mm-hmm. I think old Cindy would have been like, maybe I can work it out. Right. And just prolong it. You know, maybe he'll change. Like, no, no, no. You like, like you like <laughs> I've seen this before. Yeah, I'm like you are who you are. You're telling me who you are, and now I have to decide whether I want to be with somebody like you. Like this New Jersey Turnpike, and I know that exit. <laughs> I don't like that exit. Because that exit's dangerous. Fuck that. That's it. Go left to the burbs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's thank you for being honest. I mean, that's releasing that like love, right? That you thought was love, and then it became not so healthy love, and letting that go is yeah. hard because you have to admit to yourself that what you thought was love was not really love 
Yeah. It was something else. I got a little derailed. Yeah, and I think that's good for you. As long as you come out of that gracefully. Yeah. I'm all about derailing when a bitch comes out with a bang. You're like, Rihanna's always done it right. You know, Rihanna could go, even her Chris Brown situation, people thought she was not going to come back from that. And I was like, she's coming back from that. She came back with a bang. Yeah. Even when they caught her four years later, five years talking to Chris Brown again, and people were like, oh, look at her being a loser, mm. getting back with her ex. No, she wasn't. She was giving him some advice and kept it moving. And she came back with a new album. Ay, she with another plan. She's been on fire you know? for so long. A bitch better have my money, you know? <laughs> so, like, my point is that I appreciate women that actually do get derailed, but then come back gracefully, as opposed to, like, these yeah. Taylor Swift motherfuckers that are, like, straight edge, everything's great all the time, smiles. Like, that's not real life. And I'm not I'm not buying it. Katy Perry, another one. So straight edge. <laughs> like, you bore me, bitch. I'd rather watch Pain Dry. <laughs> Katy Perry fans don't kill me okay don't even you know and then you got Beyonce who keeps coming back and back and back you know like showing involvement dude she talked about her cheating she got cheated on through her most her highest peak in her career there are some people that believe by that. her husband her baby daddy but you know that there are some people that are like oh that's just a marketing scheme like that shit didn't happen I don't think she would put herself to that I think that was real pain but I think that she like many other women yeah said I don't want to lose you and I'm, we're going to get through this. A lot of women criticized her. Like, oh, so you would? Because Jay-Z was interviewed on a real-life interview late night radio that I heard. And he was, he was being very raw and honest. What did he say? He was like, yeah, I fucked up. But what brother hasn't? At least I'm man enough to say, let's fix this. You know, it won't happen again. And it's up to her to either trust me or not and then ride with me. And I've been lucky enough that she rode with me. You know, so but a lot of women criticized her for like, oh, so you're giving this motherfucker a chance, and like he that's cheat. the thing, like he publicly, you know, shamed you. I'm just saying this is what society's gonna make course. her think, and this is what you were saying. Your this was your self talk when you basically met a guy that was not up to par, mm -hmm. and when you found out, you felt like fuck, what's going on with Cindy? Mm -hmm. As opposed to like I was supposed to be derailed because now it's like a much better Cindy. And oh yeah, the truth is this Cindy, it is it is bigger badder better than cindy seven months ago so something with that bad situation must have worked i feel like something flourished inside of me that have i've never seen before happen and i know okay. because i i happened to be at your birthday party like a week after it happened oh, and we yes. were doing like new moon writing this and you July. were gonna mail mm -hmm. us like a card mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or something with guys, what we wrote to ourselves right right your right? letters just and i was like yo you reminded me of writing retreats i did in college and you took me to a place that i'm like i've done this before and i forgot Aww. how amazing it is to do this and i was just like i'm thankful for this like i'm so grateful for this and so what i wrote to myself was Please don't let this breakup derail me from all the beautiful things I've set up for myself this year. Amen, sister. And That's I was like, beautiful. and it was a that, reminder. I was like, oh, you're 35, honey. Like, you're a fucking woman right now. It mm. wasn't, please let this time apart make him a better man so he can. No, I was like, don't let this fuck up my shit. You like this pussy <laughs> bites back. Boom. Okay. Round. Good for you. Round. Yo, for the. <laughs> meow <laughs> like for the first time i was able to be like nah you are not gonna interrupt my life that much fuck all of that noise and it's okay that that wasn't perfect that wasn't supposed to be a perfect situation it wasn't my point. but i saw myself like rise to the occasion but there was expectations there so that's something i want to talk about the more you have expectations on people or set these high expectations more than anything the more you are going to be let down because it's not fair for someone to have expectations i don't like to go into a relationship whether it's a friend or a lover or a husband or whatever Mm -hmm. 
and think in back in my mind, oh, if for some reason I don't make like 150K this year and seem like I'm doing well with my life, this friend might look at me different. Like, you know what? I'm just saying, like, these are expectations people might have. I say those specific expectations because I live in a burb where moms are all about keeping up with the Joneses. I could give a shit. And somehow mom's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. What you got? So cool. I'm like, what? I don't care. It's thrift. Like, great. You know? But I think people really (laughs) care about material gains. And I don't, like, the environment I live in now. And I feel that if I allowed that to, like, affect me, Mm. I could definitely go down a road of not feeling self-worthy. Because a lot of these women are white women and have had a leg up and are way ahead economically mm-hmm. than I might have been at their age, you right. know. So, but to compare myself to them is not fair no. because I've not been given the same opportunities. Of course not. So, based on that, like you know, but that's my point. Like we have comparison to comparison to is the fucking thief of joy. It's the worst. But ever. also, like we need to understand, like yo, we have our own journey. What is our journey? you know and follow that regardless of who you're around and what they're going through or not going through it's your journey yeah and the people you meet and run into this world especially those times that you say oh what a coincidence those are even more times that they're not coincidences oh they're so not coincidences. so take those people appreciate them whether it was for the good or for the bad yeah and come out of that shit winning that's what it's about for me 2019 cindy is about how do we take the bad and create a solution because right now i feel like we're so much bad in the climate and the world that Let's make this better. It can only go up from here. I hope so. Because it it, it feels like in every sector, it feels like we are like fucking up our our world a little bit. Like environmentally, socially in the United States. Like everyone's very scared. So I'm looking forward to things coming to fruition for 2019. That is my, that is what I'm looking for. That's my jam. Just want to share again that we're very grateful um and we always 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 appreciate your messages like they keep us going and it's really hard out here because um podcasting and if you guys ever want more information on this like let us know like podcasting in itself like getting together and doing all this like it's a lot of work so like it's been like a a big labor of love as well so we always appreciate when we hear from you because you know sometimes it's just me and her talking into here and we're like okay is anyone listening yeah so that is something we really appreciate um which might bring us to to some alarming news oh that is so dramatic (laughs) (laughs) what's the alarming news it's not alarming it's breaking news oh breaking news okay wait not breaking news that sounds better it's just news yeah just news marado lens breaking news okay this is cindy rodriguez reporting from new jersey tell them girl (laughs) We're just, um, we're going to take a step back for a little bit mm-hmm. from the podcast. Yep. So this is, this is just the beginning, really, in a very weird way. Right. You were saying that before. Tell it's me more. So, it's so hard. <laughs> oh, no. To don't voice him in me, please. Don't voice yes. him <laughs> But no, real talk, real talk. We are going to step away from actual new recordings, you know. So this one that you're hearing now is the final one of the year for some time until we kind of recap and come back from our journeys yeah but that said um cindy and i we're not going anywhere we're growing and developing as content creators as you know women of color as activists as storytellers and morado lens is just that first big initial launch Mm. that we did collaboratively 
And what's coming out of that is that we still have these amazing projects that we're doing individually. Yeah. And it's really the extension of Murado Lens um, in many ways because yeah. we've become these women and owned it even more through Murado Lens, I will say. Um, so with that said, it's like not the end, yeah. but it's the end for right now yeah um and there's you know we've recorded over 90 episodes at this point so, so it's like wild dude so much content so really it's more about believe. all you people out there that have been listening like go back and listen to the ones you forgot about resonate um that resonated with you let us know what you thought about those like it's not over content is still being developed mm. um just differently and we still want Murado Lens and everything it stood for to live on and not feel yeah. like it's a thing of like the past because it will continue in many ways. Yeah. So that said, Cindy, let's let's let them know some things we're doing 2019. For sure. Well, I want to start just in general. Everyone should be aware that January 19th, 2019. 18th and 19th. Sorry, January 18th is Indigenous People's March. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big march. A lot of people from Standing Rock, all those thousands of people will be attending and there will be a lot of um, people from central america and latin america actual tribes I'm coming so in attendance aches. are you so, kidding me right no now? i'm not so this is not about native americans it's about indigenous people's march we gotta leave thursday and there's a big portion from what i hear of people coming from peru oh my okay God, stop it right now and the tribes you know you have to understand people the indigenous tribes in these latin american countries are so sacred because there's so little of them Mm-hmm. and there were so many that were killed the genocide the biggest genocide in history was the indigenous people's genocide yeah you know but what's wild to me is you see where we are with technology and the world and colonization mm-hmm. and there's still parts of peru where people live in the jungle mm-hmm. girl that still live the way that my ancestors live till this day i want to go there but we're killing our fucking natural resources right. and there's still people in the world that do not rely on your shit to survive good for you all those that that's are what i that. see when i think yeah. about Our indigenous peoples still in peru like thriving like yeah and there's some that have somewhat assimilated and are still owning on to their culture yeah. and you know doesn't have to be 100 yeah, percent in the jungle i'm not completely coming you know? down on them. don't get me wrong i would like a little tarzan kind of man that could get me going you know and living off no green i would love that just real raw <laughs> that's the only way i leave my husband he's like i'm gonna make you dinner in three months i'm gonna grow I'm all like, the baby, shit that i need I'm like baby i gotta leave you i just met a man <laughs> that could climb off trees like a pro and make me dinner three months in advance hello he's gonna grow that shit himself you know what i'm saying oh my god see you just got turned on by that thought i, did. <laughs> I was like jesus but that i have a glass of champagne in my hand <laughs> that being said january 18th we hope that we see you there we take this very seriously this march it's going to be for all indigenous peoples not just native americans from north america but south and central america it's going to be and the caribbean Yo. the taino the head of the taino indigenous is going to be there for puerto rico i can't right now this is getting i mean this me is so this is happening excited. this is happening we need to get a bruja like caravan bro let's fucking do it don't speak too loud the politics are listening it's Illuminati bitch so and then January 19th is Women's March same location same area I think it's all gonna be in the area so it's a full weekend plan ahead start booking your Airbnbs with your friends this is a time to unite with your friends have a sleepover for a cause yo this is a sleepover for a cause girl hello you know and so we're gonna be there Cindy and I as Cindy and Nat as Morado, hey. as everything else, but we're gonna be there doing our thing, representing for our peoples and all peoples, really, and just equity and equality for all. So, hashtag no dapple, still oh, still continues. Oh my god, brought you back, huh? Wow, 
That's so that's that's an important time in 2019. Look out for that. But Cindy, let's talk a little bit about what are the things that you and I are working on individually and yeah, how they should follow us and keep up with our craziness. So um, I felt like podcast meets. I got laid off last year meets um, taking the road trip by myself. And um, what have, you know, like there's all these different ways to connect to being a bruja, to being spiritual. Some people use plants, some people use light cannabis, some people use tarot cards, right? And I really kind of dabbled in all of them and didn't really resonate with me. What did resonate with me was writing, mm-hmm. right? So in the most therapeutic ways possible, like something comes to mind, I have to write on my phone for like 30 minutes or like at home in a journal. And um I I came back from that road trip. It was 18 days, over 7,000 miles. I was alone for most of it. I went to South Dakota, Wyoming, Texas, Colorado, Louisiana, Georgia. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> it was a shift. And I didn't realize, every time I went to natural land, it was all native land. And I was like, holy shit, bro. The universe kept bringing you there. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And so then, like... um. I literally had like, I, it was like the stupidest idea to go because I just got like laid off. Right. So I came back and I was like, I need to do something with women, nature, and writing. Like it was just like those three words. And then what grew out of that? What was my born? pen to paper retreats? Pen to paper. So this year I had um, a one day retreat where you hike, do a cool down meditation we have lunch and then we do like a spiritual writing workshop and what's wild too is like you know this is so Murado lens but this is so like also la bruja's club was that a few months before natalie was having a retreat with her la bruja's club and i was like yo i feel really inclined to say like i really want to do the spiritual workshop with you mm-hmm. um you kept it you you yeah. came forward no and you sent a proposal to me as if like i didn't know you i'm like Cindy, what this is amazing <laughs> She's like, what would it be about? And I was like, well, let me bring you into this. Like, I was. I just so wanted like two sentences, but she sent me a straight up proposal because. But that comes to show that was the birth. That really was the it birth. It was of, the birth of it because you don't even know what you were creating your business plan already, girl. Like that, I told you I was like, I would really like to share what I've been going through lately. Like writing it down, putting a word down, writing "fuck you" a thousand times on a page. Like anything that I needed to get out, got out on paper because anger is a healthy emotion. And if you don't honor it and deal with it in a healthy way and for the emotion that it is. And release it. You, Yeah, you're going to suffer because it needs to go out somewhere. So you have to find your way. And for writing for me was my way. Like when I was angry, when I was sad, when I felt like I couldn't talk to anybody writing and this makes sense for you this particular retreat because you at the end of the day mm-hmm. you are a writer you're a journalist by trade so you have you're basically saying hey i have a skill set that i want to teach other women about yeah because i took my skill set and applied it to what i was doing with myself right. in my journal like interviewing myself asking myself and like literally i was just i felt like i was just doing intuition work so like but you were also programming this amazing spiritual retreat for writing and you didn't even know oh it this God. was a development I, of that that's what i would do on the daily yo, right. to just whenever i felt like not aligned i would like be like i need to just go to the park and then go have some wine cheese and crackers and sit on the pavilion oh that sounds good right now and just i know right <laughs> and just take this all in and find out like what i'm thinking about mm-hmm. right uh, yeah definitely sometimes i don't know how i feel until i write it down well thank you for People, making this i'm gonna take vi- you viable for 
women that don't have that much money and absolute need to be close to nature and yeah. find themselves through writing. So that's why I've been planning. That was only like July, August, September. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of women have been asking for more, but I'm like, it's really cold. I have to figure this you out. Can do it. So what I've been doing is mindful hiking for October, November, December. And it's just, um, we go hiking and it's beginner it's you know layer up mm-hmm. and what it is we might do some grounding work like get into the woods and just like be with nature and hear nature mm-hmm. and then coming back out okay um and it's no notebooks unless you want to bring your thing and do like no food or anything it's just a mindful so no hike writing and no those. cell phones it's okay. like the rule got it so that i'm like i'll bring my camera if you want a cool picture i'll take a picture of you however many times you want mm-hmm. but no cell phones i'll like you know yeah. unless you have an emergency or something you need to be mindful of yeah so everyone comes out of there like whoa i felt like i left the world for like a day and it was only an hour and a half and i'm like i know right that's where it's at but you're giving them an excuse to do that with themselves people people don't do it if you something's not created for them to do it on um but that said where do you find and where can everyone find your retreats oh yeah it's called pen to paper retreats at pen to paper retreats.com and instagram as well and facebook I don't have Twitter or anything, you know, yeah, and there's no need for that for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not for everybody, the Twitter. What I do is I email like writing exercises on the new moon and the full moon. Okay. And I give you like a downloadable PDF so you could go and sign up for the newsletter on the website. Like I do it myself. My girl's professional. Oh. Yeah, I keep playing. <laughs> I love me a downloadable PDF, honey, because it's like you just, you did the work for me because yeah. I asked you, I'm like, what are you ready to let go of? Right. Now, and then at the end, it's like burn this shit. Mm-hmm. pace yeah that's how it. you're gonna release and let it go mm-hmm. and it's been working for me girl and i'm like i gotta share this wealth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what it's about right giving back to the community i agree i agree with you so i'm happy that's happening so you can check that out 2019 and beyond hey hey now that they've missed your november retreat your mind's cool retreat. because in the new year i'm gonna have one day retreats again i just don't know when or where but sign TBT. up tbd that's right we're just flowing flowing we're flowing flow with us that's what we're asking of you okay okay brujas um well for me not um you know la brujas club has been happening but it's been growing more i've had a couple of retreats in the city now um around spiritual wellness and you know there i kind of curate different brujas some are tarot some are reiki some are energy some are writers like you you know which was the first retreat um, and I, all I want to do is create a community where I give all these women of color, um, the, the LGBTQ community tools so that they can feel empowered. They can feel liberated. They can feel like, Hey, you know what? I don't need you to validate that I'm a bruja. Yeah. I already know what I got to do to tap into that. And it could be writing. It could be chanting. It could be Reiki. It could be a little bit of everything, you know? Um, but I want to make it okay to dive in and I want to be able to give them the tools that makes it easy for them to dive in and sometimes that means um what you'll find as a directory now with different healers with different causes so labrujasclub.com used to be just the gathering at blue stockings in the lower oh, east side right. now it's the online marketplace is available and it has spiritual goods curated by Yay. different brujas i know that have been coming through the brujas club doors for years That's you know amazing now. it's about giving back because they're doing great things a lot of them got inspired through la brujas club why shouldn't they be honored right so labrujasclub.com check it out but also you're going to have um a lot of the chronicles the bruja chronicles is what i call it and it's all the pictures of all of us you'll see yourself there too from the first yeah. retreat and <laughs> the, it's basically a big snapshot of brujas yeah 
you know, coming together at different times in life, but all for the same cause, which is to empower another fellow bruja. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. So this is a marketplace. But also I want to shout out um, next year, um, October 2019, I will have my first international retreat in Costa Rica nice. with indigenous people of Costa Rica. Oh, and it's nice. going to be very beautiful. Um, and everyone's invited. Um, and you could also find all that information information on abrujasclub.com. Nice. Um, so I'm growing as a bruja, I think. I'm growing as an activist. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling more inclined to be out there in marches more than ever before. Um, and I don't know. I'm just going with it, you know. Same here, bro. That flow is very uh, clear to me now. Yeah. And I'm like, anything that gets in the way of that flow that I see ahead of me, I'm like, you, you got to go. Yeah. Like, I've never felt more empowered in doing that. Yeah. Like when it comes to like work or, or, or friendships or things that I'm like, no, like I got to keep, I just got to keep flowing and mm -hmm. keeping my support system like alive as well. Like, yeah, absolutely important. But that's to all you amazing brujas and brujas that they're listening. That's kind of what we've been doing. We've been growing. And that is also why yeah. we don't have 10 Cindy's or 10 Natalie's. So Murado, you know, unfortunately can't take the full stage right now. Yeah, but it's going to take a step back. It's going to take a step back for now, but it's really because we're doing all these other amazing things that is still uh, as a way to bring women together and empower them. Um, just different formats. Yep. Um, but I do love me some podcasts. I will say. Oh, I love podcasts. <laughs> When um, I'm not podcasting, I'm listening to podcasts. Oh, wait. You know, I have something new. I didn't tell you, Cindy. Tell me I was waiting today to do the... <gasps> Dropping this bomb on You me. know, new year, new days, new things. Uh-huh. So I haven't tried a dildo. That's not new. But what is new is I am doing a one-woman show in Maplewood, New Jersey. What do you mean? I'm not putting it together. I was invited, and I thought... The universe is asking me to do this. What do you mean to act? Not to act. Like uh, it's an, it's like the moth. It's like eight <gasps> minutes. Each person tells their story. Yeah. In whatever kind of narrative they want to say. What story do you? Oh wait, you can't ruin it for people. No, no. Actually, I'm I'm cool with opening up the conversation because it took a long time for me to want to tell this story, and you actually know this kind of. I guess I've told you because I've told you so much. But um, it was my time when I was arrested for cannabis when I was young and I had just started college and I had just turned 18. Oh my God. And it was such a very dark moment because I still hadn't even mourned my mom fully, I don't think. Like I was just this angry woman, young girl. Yeah. Just started college. I was on a scholarship, thank God. Now yeah. I can afford that. Um, and there was so, so much that had happened through that experience. I'm going to tell this experience in eight minutes. And people, I don't think, know that. And that's why I laugh about I'm a thug in a dress. But I think oh, that's the that you like accepting that part of yourself, but that it became a part of but you. But it was shameful. I felt shameful. I was going to say like you, you're trying to make a positive out of a negative because yeah. you don't like I'm the also, shame. I'm also, I'm also tired of making it, making Natalie Farfan um, more sugar cut than she is. Because yeah. people really, people think they know me, right? Like I yeah. think that's how I, pe in general, people feel. But I only allow an inner circle to really know me. Mm -hmm. And I know everyone's listening right now in this <laughs> podcast. Like, what? Bitch? Like, but it doesn't make any sense right now. We're more? hearing all the you have to say your more? life. <laughs> you say so much more. What's going on? But it's true. And so it's a time in my life where I grew up as a person, and I had to because I was an adult, and I was dealing with legal issues that were ridiculous over cannabis, a small portion, I should add. But it changed my life, and it made me go in a direction that was very tough. 
and you know i was dealing with very tough people and i'm like was that supposed to be going back to your point of like this guy you dated for nine months and you feel like fuck i was talking to myself like there goes cindy again dating a loser but no yeah like maybe you needed that last push to really realize what you don't want in life oh yeah and remember one time you told me not how do you do it how do you pick guys and like kind of deal with that you know Mm -hmm. you deal with it so differently and i told you it all went down to my first boyfriend when i was in college you know like i think he was an influence on why that whole thing happened with arrested and cannabis he was absolutely part of all that drama with me oh my god yeah and he brought so much bad to me but he made me become a really tough cookie you know and like i joke like i was on the podcast latinos who lunch podcast um and he's like, oh, so w- what do you think about this and that? And I'm like, listen, my mom, I feel like because she knew she was dying and didn't know, I feel like she wanted me to be able to survive an apocalypse. Like, I do think that. Like, that my mom left, wow. like, you need to figure it out so that you're tough enough to survive an apocalypse because you have no one now. Oh, fuck. You know? And, like, to, to meet this guy just a couple years later and him put me through what I call um the school of hard knocks fucking like training right i very quickly became like a very tough cookie you know Mm -hmm. and i think people don't see that because my exterior is more fragile looking and it's why like don't judge a book by its cover but it's true like how you look on the outside has like your soul is so different from that and so i became a warrior i think through that process wow and so i'm ready to talk about it but for so long and then living in the burbs and being a mom and what the fuck and my husband is like about status i'm just like should i talk about that i was in jail and i was a convict for cannabis and i had to fucking take that shit out my record so i could get a job Mm -hmm. you know some people don't even have the money to expunge a record it's expensive right and How it's much a is very it? tedious process it's anywhere from 5k to 10k what per thing fuck? yeah and it's a very tedious process a lot of paperwork a lot of back and forth a couple years of clearance you so know to clear your name costs money to clear your name from a from a colonized plant that belonged to our ancestors i know i want to be clear For that's why this cannabis movement is real to me it's not just like because you were villainized totally. from a very young age and you had totally. to somehow not only accept that part of you, but make that part of you shine. That's a lot. It's a lot of pressure, too. That's to a even lot come to out put of that. on somebody. So I'm like, fuck yourself. it. I'm just going to talk about it. Because I, for a long you time, I've had it in my Nat. rotation, in my you subconscious. Nat, this is going to be an amazing, not only like, thank you for sharing this, because it's <laughs> very empowering to hear. Mm-hmm. Because I got arrested for stealing. Did you know mm. that about me? Oh my God, I can't believe I'm telling everyone this. It's like a shame I've carried. You're releasing it. It's a new year. Girl. And we got champagne, I'm like, I'm about so we're to in good hands. I'm about to cry. <laughs> so there was this like thing in high school where like everybody was just like stealing clothes. I remember that time. Do you remember that If time? I had freedom, I'd be stealing too. But I couldn't go to the fucking corner. <laughs> it was like ridiculous. I'm like, come steal from you my know, closet. I'm going to tell you, number one, I'm going to start the story like this. The reason I don't tell people is because I don't want them to think that I'm going to go to their house and steal. Yes. Like, I'm like a forever the thief stigma. or something. The yeah. stigma. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I was poor as fuck. And I didn't realize how poor I was until I was about 13. Mm. When back to school shopping meant one or two t-shirts. Oh, damn. And a pair of sneakers. And I thought that was amazing, okay? Until I saw how other kids did. And I was like, oh, shit, no. Like, Mm -hmm. I have, like, less and less. You didn't like that. You're like, this is not fair. And I'm like, my mom's not telling me something. 
you know Damn. so then it got to a point i was like oh bitches are stealing like i could stop living like this this would suck like that's why i got a job when i was 14 and you've been working ever since bitch. I've been work- i'm ready to You're work horse. like cindy is 35 Ugh. real age she like 25 hollywood if you had to put a, <laughs> a number on it but she legit i have seen this girl work the way that she works and how hard she works it's it's almost like what you ever have done plus 10 years like also if you work 10 years that's really 20 cindy years of work. <laughs> you know i'm about to get you a job girl you, you're gonna get main uh Thank hr you, people reaching out but um but it's true you've been you've been a workhorse and you learn you learn that through this process but you thought what by stealing and saying it that was gonna always shame you girl i was just worried like i was just like so sick of like looking poor I mean, if that's a thing, like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, I know I could see that I'm going to do better in life and I'm going to have my own things and be successful in my own right. But right now, this sucks. Like yeah. this sucks. Like, you know, and I, I'm like, let's try this. And you know what? We had clothes and, you know, a lot of it, I gave it away. I just wanted a few things <laughs> and we weren't stealing from like mom and pop shops. We were stealing from places like Sears. Well, you don't have to justify Stearns. it. Because it's still, yeah, no, it's still like corporations that are pieces of come mierdas. Come mierdas. <laughs> but regardless, right? Like you're trying to say like it was wrong. That didn't make, that didn't make me who I be like, I didn't become that person. That was just one right. experience in my life. And actually that made me, that taught me how to work harder. You know what did it for me? I took the hit for two people. In school, when we when I got caught oh, shoplifting, shit. I think and I heard about this. That's that. So yeah, but you're not. You're a badass. You're a badass shorty girl, and you know. And yes, I am a thug in a dress, and I'm proud and loud about it. And so you're gonna do a stand up, yes, or like a spoken word. I know he's doing a spoken word too. I don't know. He said he was gonna do some kind of storytelling one, and I told him that's the one I want to do. All right. So well, that's awesome. I'm but I'm so glad that. you're talking about that because the stigma is fucking ridiculous. I don't steal, obviously. Mm-hmm. I fucking felt to do that out of some kind of need of being poor. And I'm yeah. not poor anymore. Yeah. You work like, hard for your money too, so. I really do. And I take pride in that. Exactly, as you should. So, Brujas, there's a lot going on. So much. So look out because if you follow La Brujas Club or you follow Pen to Paper Retreats. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or even our own personal Natalie Farfan, Cindy dot y dot Rodriguez. No, mine's oh. um that's, that's my Gmail. Oh. But you can email me, guys. <laughs> just don't e- don't Gmail. That's messed up. That's no, privacy. It's, fine. it's like on in my Instagram. Okay. It's my Instagram is by Cindy Rodriguez. There you go. Bye. Bye. So with that, we will say bye bye. Yeah. Let's cheers one last time for all our okay, brujas and brujos. To the moons that you've survived, we love you. Oh, peace out. Peace, light, and love. We need some of that with all this darkness. Mm -hmm. We love you, Brujas.